The following is a presentation of the SpeedSport Podcast Network. They're tangling in the back of the pack. Here they come off four. Down to the strike. Kyle Busch won the season opener at Talladega. DeGroote was second. He's the reigning champion. It's the iRacers download. Cardwell hoping it stays green. He nearly spins it around. Who's it going to be, Cardwell, Berkeley, or someone else? Where reality meets the virtual world of auto racing. iRacing's executive director, Dale Earnhardt Jr. I think that NASCAR is starting to see the value and the opportunities that can present themselves working with iRacing. Presented by Crosley. Amplify your style. Here are your hosts, Taylor Burris and Justin Prince. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's edition of the iRacers Download on the SpeedSport Podcast Network, presented by Crosley Radio and on NASCAR Digital Media. My name's Justin Prince. Taylor Burris is away this week, along with our producer, Richard Colbreth, as we get ready to help bring in and hype in throughout what's been a busy week and an upcoming next few weeks in the iRacing service. When it came to some of the action over the past few weeks, eNASCAR had a trip to old style Atlanta Motor Speedway a couple weeks ago. To begin off the topics is eNASCAR Coca-Cola iRacing Series driver and winner from Atlanta, who also is competing in the eNASCAR College iRacing Series at Charlotte Motor Speedway for scholarship bursaries in Stephen Wilson. Stephen, it's been a very busy past few weeks for you. How are you feeling, first of all, after picking up that elusive victory for Stuart Haas Esports for the eNASCAR Coca-Cola iRacing Series and a tough one at Atlanta? Oh, uh, yeah, you know, it feels good. It's still a nice feeling knowing that we want to race and hoping to lead that into the playoffs this year. And uh, just been chilling around preparing a little bit for Richmond uh, as our next race and uh, getting ready for tonight's college series race at Charlotte. Well, to start things off when it comes to that race at Atlanta, talk us through what it was like from your perspective, because it looked very, how I put this, wild is the, the understatement, especially at the end with the strategy calls with the late race cautions. Uh, Yeah, you know, the whole race, I was pretty much one of the guys who didn't want to sit in line and on the top and right around. So pretty much just trying to make moves the whole race, get to the front. And uh, yeah, it was wild. Strategy was interesting. We didn't think honestly that it would work out like it did. So glad it did though. But uh, yeah, definitely was a wild one. Glad I could get it done. Talk us through the progression for you for trying to learn this car for the new season, because you showed flashes of pace last campaign this season you've started off very strong to say the very least in the mix for both the speedways this year so far uh yeah you know the car is i think it's a pretty fun one to drive i enjoy putting laps in usually and uh i think that enjoyment has led to me putting enough practice in to be at the front every week with the sets that were given uh deads on racing as a team we've made three good sets that have had drivers up front in every race so when you have that, it's easy to put in practice and enjoy the time to put it in, and uh, that'll help you stay up front. Indeed, and of course, for reference, technical line side, success has been coming indeed for your respective grouping. When it comes to that preparation then, to make sure you have that set speed, what's gone through that process this year that may be different compared to last, especially knowing the differences between the Gen 6 car and how you build that, to the next-gen car, and how many differences there may be with setups in particular with the bottom of the car the undercarriage uh yeah so far it's just pretty much trial and error uh seeing what works what doesn't and 
keeping it for for or for later tracks in the year uh, if something works then probably try it at any track and see what how it does like short tracks versus like we have our first short track so try new things along with trying things that have worked at speedways to see if any of it translates over so it's all a new car and it's all a learning curve for drivers and for setup builders so lots of trial and error it's looked like that for some and as well on top of things You've had a lot of experience when it comes to the on-racing side of things eSport-wise and built up a lot of rapport in turn with dirt action in the past, with stock cars now. What's been that balance like trying to sort things out on top of going to the University of Iowa as a business student where you're a sophomore? Uh, Yeah, so it is tough to make sure I have time to do everything and time to still hang out with friends and do whatever else, but... um. I mean, yeah, the work has obviously been working for the stock car side of things uh, with the new announcement that the dirt late models are coming back. I'll have that on my plate, too. So just another thing to get ready for. But uh, it is difficult. Uh, Time is limited, but uh, it's been going good so far on both ends for school and for racing. So hopefully I can keep it up. And of course, you're one of the drivers who competed in the eNASCAR College iRacing Series in its first race, in its history, at Daytona International Speedway, where you showed some flashes of speed, were involved in some of the trouble, of course, that built up. But then, for this time around at Charlotte, you were second best when it came to the qualifiers. Your thoughts on racing the trunks at Charlotte for a chance to win up to $3,000 in a scholarship bursary to help pay for your tuition for schooling. Oh uh, yeah, Charlotte's definitely a lot more nice to me than Daytona would be. Uh, Charlotte's a good track. I do enjoy racing around there. Ran good in the Coke Series, although, of course, Gen 6 cars versus trucks. But uh, yeah, versus Daytona, I think it's definitely a race that I have a bigger shot to win. I put in a few laps uh, and put it, as you said, second on the board in the time attack. So hopefully that speed can translate into race pace, which I would assume it would. and. Uh, should be some fun battles with a couple of the guys in there. Some of the drivers for reference that you'll be competing against, Santi Tiras with eNASCAR Coca-Cola iRacing Series experience, Liam Sheen, who has connections to drivers like Kevin King, who are veterans to that series, Connor Okrezik, Logan Clappett's making a run as he's back in school with Saddleback Community College out in California, Colton Salick, Brendan McKissick, Daniel Budafuco, who has eNASCAR experience on our platforms, your thoughts on the competition for Charlotte, where 20 are returning, but th- m- another 19 are new for this run? Oh uh, yeah, it's definitely going to be tough. Uh, for my own sake, I don't, I haven't put a whole ton of practice in. I plan on doing that a little bit before the race gets started, and uh, hopefully, I can get used to things pretty quickly. And uh, it should be tough, though. Like you said, clamp it. Uh, I know. Omar's going to be racing tonight. Uh, Santi, all these guys who have that racing experience in the Coke series or in the road to pro or other things. So they're used to pressure situations and they're all fast drivers. So it should be a fun battle, hopefully between all of us. And uh, your opinion on the rise of esports when it comes to college campuses, because on many different platforms in many different genres, They've been a huge part of the culture for the past few years in the college campuses to where they are building their own esports programs. Your thoughts on it now moving its way to the mainstream racing-wise after being 
a bit under the radar, so to speak, with the independent series before this year. Uh, yeah, it's definitely an interesting thing for us, uh, being able to make scholarship money towards our college just by doing what some of us do on a daily basis as a hobby or whatever. But yeah, it's definitely fun to be able to make money to do things that will improve life in the future. And uh, doing that as a, in a fun way that we've all been doing it uh, as a hobby is definitely nice. And uh, it's a cool addition to the college esports world. I will ask this when it comes to you because you've shown flashes of looking to have fun during the professional level races. For example, you were known for a lot of times for giving a thumbs up to the camera during the NASCAR Coca-Cola iRacing Series competition up until things got busy on the speedways. And I believe at one point you had a post-it note on your head promoting things as well. Your thoughts on trying to keep the fun side of things together while trying to race in the professional setting in NASCAR? Oh, uh, yeah, you know, it's just all about trying to have fun, not getting too upset about what happens in a race. There's always the next one. And uh, it just makes me, I feel like, enjoy it more. So then I put more work into it, as I said earlier. And when I'm enjoying it, I definitely feel like I'm a, a little bit more level-headed so I can keep good pace in a race or keep calm. And just if anything bad happens, I can recover from that. And uh, when I have the people in TeamSpeak or other places telling me that I'm on camera, I do like to have a little bit of fun with whoever's or so that people who are watching just know that we have personalities too as drivers that you may not see on the track. But uh, if you hang out with us, then yeah, we can be fun. So what do you do outside of Racing, of course, on the virtual tracks. What do you do on top of going to school and racing that you'd like fans to know about you and your hobbies? Uh, well, not a whole lot. I mean, I do like to hang out with friends on occasion and just have fun in the college setting. And uh, it's nice to be able to sit down and relax and do things, hang out with friends, family, uh, vacation, do whatever. Uh in the off time that we have from being hard at work for the Coke series and for the college series and whatever else we have for everything. To say you, you sound very laser focused is an understatement where you have a lot of experiences talked about on the dirt side too. You mentioned some of that excitement. What's that preparation going to be like in your opinion to try and battle for that title run because it's coming back after about a couple year hiatus from the iRacing service and with new sponsor backing too. Uh, yeah, I mean, my main focus is going to be on the NASCAR side of things. Uh, we run our A open races on Mondays. So that will be cut out uh, for races that we have those. I think if it's still on Mondays. So uh, my main focus though, will be preparing for Coke and I will put some preparation into the late models, just uh, not as much as I think the pace that I have on the NASCAR side is a little bit more uh, capable of contending for like race wins or maybe championships. So, uh, but yeah, it'll be another fun addition and hopefully it goes well. You did finish top 10, keep in mind, in late models on iRacing for dirt action in 2019. So you do have that experience of top 10 runs for reference. But let's look to the future because first the college race, what's your game plan? For a track like Charlotte to come away with the victory, to make sure you're the one who takes the checkered flag and the top prize for the scholarship bursaries. 
game plan. We'll probably just hopefully get a good Q lap in, start up front, and then hold it up there. Uh, of course, I think the strategy will be maybe a one-stop race if it goes green. But uh, if there's cautions, just probably do whatever I can to stay near the front. I haven't tested to see if tire fall off is bad or anything. So it'll kind of be a thinking on the fly sort of thing. But uh, hopefully the pace is good enough to stay up front and uh, battle with those other guys. And of course, on top of things, you mentioned the preparation from Richmond Raceway. First short track race when it comes to the next-gen car and the NASCAR competition coming on the docket. And before the recent builds over the past month or so, the tires have been known to be very tire-wary, to say the light, polite term. How has testing been for Richmond to see what drivers are going to be facing on that race Tuesday night? Uh, yeah, for us, it's a tough one. We're having a tough time getting a good feel in the car. So it's going to be a definitely hard working race as I'm pretty sure it's 130 laps. So shorter than the 200 that we had here last year, but uh, these cars are hard to drive on short tracks as they are on the mile and a half and all of their speedways now too. So definitely going to be working hard up on the wheel for the full 130 and um, it should be fun. It should be a little bit of tire saving uh, and we'll see how it goes. Now, before we let you go, is there any place that fans can follow along with you and learn more about you and see you give them thumbs up every five seconds as you try and take checker flags all over the place? Uh, pretty much. Uh, follow me on Twitter at SWilson3. I think it's SWilson3 underscore, actually. But uh, yeah, I post racing things on there, and that's really the only social media I use for this, uh, for racing. Well, thank you very much for the time, Stephen, and good luck in the eNASCAR College iRacing Series action coming up, as well as when it comes to the eNASCAR Coco iRacing Series. We'll th see how things fare out for you. Thank you. Appreciate the time. That's Stephen Wilson, driver for Stuart Haas Esports, your winner for the eNASCAR Coca-Cola iRacing Series at Atlanta Motor Speedway. We come back, news of the week. You're listening to the iRacers download on the Speedsport Podcast Network, presented by Crosby Radio and on NASCAR Digital Media. Welcome back to the iRacers Download on the Speedsport Podcast Network presented by Crosby Radio and on NASCAR Digital Media. My name's Justin Prince along with our producer Richard Colbreth as we have just finished speaking with Stephen Wilson, the winner in the NASCAR Coca-Cola iRacing Series at Atlanta Motor Speedway. He's among the drivers preparing to race for scholarship bursaries in the eNASCAR College iRacing Series in the Visit Myrtle Beach 120 at the virtual Charlotte Motor Speedway. The drivers will be racing the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series trucks for their share of a gigantic pool of scholarship funds, $50,000 total. Now, keep in mind, it was an intriguing first run in the series' history, where it was Colton Salick who took the victory at Daytona for Embry-Riddle Aeronautical University. This race could go very differently, to say the very least, when it comes to some of the pace shown coming into tonight. Santiago Tira, Stephen Wilson, Logan Clampett are among the drivers to keep an eye on, as well as Daniel Budafuco for the racetrack. Former eNASCAR drivers also include Ryan Doucette. Contenders expected Omar Diallo, Brett Suggs amongst the front runners, as well as potentially Michael Causey, who looks to make a statement in the virtual world from the real world action. Once again, when it comes to that action, that'll be taking place 8 p.m. Eastern time, 
that at 5 Pacific on March the 24th on enascar.com forward slash live. Be sure to also watch along for the post action on iRacing social media platforms for the coverage. 80 laps on the docket. Now, when it comes to some of the upcoming action as well in the iRacing service, there's plenty of it when it comes to road course racing. The Sebring 12 is coming up on the platform. The 12-hour special event is in the real world, the second round of the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship and was a big part of virtual of real-world action in news involving stock cars, in fact, last week. Now, when it comes to the racing on the virtual side, the drivers will be driving in LMP2s and GT3s to race around the clock. Be sure to keep an eye on iRacing's forums to learn more on how you can race. RaceSpot TV will also have a special event coverage of top split competition starting on Saturday morning, and will have the full 12 hours covered for those wanting to follow along with their favorite technical alliances and drivers. Speaking of some of the drivers, they battled in the Skip Barber Formula iRacing series and its opener, at the virtual Lime Rock Park on Sunday, that being March the 21st, where drivers battled in the Skip Barbers across two 17-lap race sessions. 70 max points were on availability for drivers throughout those respective racings, but it was Miguel Gard who ended up dominating his way to the checker flag in both runs. Other contenders behind him included the Unster Elvis Rankin, as well as former ENA or current ENASCAR driver Matt Busa. Again, it is a weekly. Next week, the ENASCAR. Next week, the Skip Barber Formula I Racing Series will be returning to the virtual track after its Time Attack qualifiers for that respective race week for its top 20 competitors to qualify in this upcoming Sunday. Once again, that will be Sunday, March the 27th. Coverage starts. 3 p.m. Eastern Time on iRacing's social media platforms. When it comes to professional action on well on the on the iRacing service, a fourth different Porsche Tagore Esports Super Cup winner emerged at Silverstone. This time, Alejandro Sanchez took the checker flag after a battle with Charlie Collins that extended throughout the entire 14 laps for the feature. Zach Campbell also built up momentum from his victory in Brazil a few weeks back. The rookie was in contention and got the podium in the end. The former champion Sebastian Joe also dominated the sprint race in that respective round. Oh, wow. Some new competitors, the All-Star Race, made some slash splashes like Casey Kerwin, the NASCAR veteran who battled in the Porsche 718 Cayman GT4 Club Sport with Yarnier. Again, Sanchez took the victory in the end. Diego Pinto still leads the championship, though, by 20 points over Zach Campbell. Kevin Ellis Jr. and Jamie Fluger tied for third with 168 points. Then Sebastian Joe rounds out the top five in the standings. The next race heads over to the Red Bull ring on March the 26th. Cover starts at 1.30 p.m. Eastern Time for the All-Stars, 3 p.m. for the Super Cup. Be sure to watch on iRacing's social media platforms. And finally, a new event is coming to the iRacing platform with some familiarity parts. Last year, the National Multiple Sclerosis Society held its first sim racing event at iRacing's virtual Charlotte Motor Speedway, which had a massive success. More than $57,000 was raised for the cause last summer, and it was featured across 
Twitch's front pages at some point. Now it's back, but at a different facility for the Peachtree 3 benefiting the National MS Society at Michelin Raceway Road Atlanta, Thursday, July the 14th, with donations now being accepted from this point through the duration of the event at nationalmssociety.org forward slash iRacing. This event has some different twists, though. It will feature different cars like the Chevrolet Corvette C8R GTE, the Mazda MX-5 Cup makes a return, but also it's now the GT4 class who will race at the Georgia Road Course. Also returning will be Steve Myers, Chad Knauss, and Nick Oninger to field a car during their action at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Additional splits will also take place on July the 15th, which will be intriguing to watch for top split competition as well. The intriguing part of that special night race will be that for this event, teams have the availability of donations to make in exchange for certain benefits, such as issuing a drive through penalty to another competitor if they can find $350. You can call a caution twice for a team, a limit twice for the race for $500, and a caution can give you a wave around for $1,000. You want to be a part of the fun? Then find out more by going to iRacing.com or you can donate by going to nationalmssociety.org forward slash iRacing. But with that, we'd like to thank you once more for listening into the iRacers download and what has been another busy week in the virtual service. For our producer tonight, Richard Colbreth, my name is Justin Prince. Saying so long, enjoy the rest of your night. Listening to the iRacers download on the Speedsport Podcast Network, presented by Crossu Radio and on NASCAR Digital Media.